0: Welcome to the Inspiring Educators Podcast, a space where you can let go, learn, laugh, and be inspired. Let's first begin with introductions of our inspiring educators. Inspiring educators, introduce yourself.
1: Hi, everybody. It's Lila, the educator motivator, coming to you from Los Angeles. You can find me on Twitter at Miss at M S L A I L A N U R. I am currently a math coach. That is my new job title. Um, And I'm also the CPM regional coordinator for LAUSD. Every week, we like to start with something that we're grateful for, um, just to make sure that we're keeping things really positive, um, to, to continue to inspire you to think about what you're grateful for as well. And this week, I am grateful for faith. I have, it's been really difficult for me to accept uh, moving to a position as a math coach, which is, you know, uh, a level up for me um, at the age of 28. And it's been really intimidating, but I'm grateful for my faith in my abilities um, and believing that I'm going to be able to do the best job possible and to put my best foot forward and that this is the right next move for me. You know, I've been, I've been doing a lot of moving lately and I told myself that my next move got to be my best move. And I'm, I have faith that this is, and I'm really trying to, I, I'm really believing that this is going to be my breakout moment where I find the next thing that I'm mad passionate about. And so I'm, I'm just really and truly grateful for the, the faith um, that I'm, I'm making good decisions for myself and that I'm, I'm, I'm doing what I have
2: to do. That's amazing, Lila. Sounds like purpose and assignment to me. Again, congratulations. Greetings, superstars. Hope everyone's doing well. Coach J Jay here, Jadrian Grimes, ATL Atlanta, Georgia. Follow me on Twitter at Jadrian Grimes. That's J-A-D-R-I-E-N-G-R-I-M-E-S. I am head of business operations at North Metro Academy of performing arts, and the thing that I'm grateful for today um, is just that, new opportunities. Um, I worked in banking uh, for 12 and a half years, banking and finance, so I am brand spanking new to education. Just um, allows me a platform to do more meaningful, um, more impactful work for our students here in Metro Atlanta, and I am gung-ho, excited, and ready to get started, so I'm excited for new opportunities.
0: Welcome to the field. This is Dr. Christopher J. Childs, your academic rock star, your favorite teacher, favorite teacher, your cousin favorite teacher, your mama favorite teacher, your daddy favorite teacher, your just sister, favorite teacher, and I'm guarantee I'm your favorite teacher. You can find me on social media at DRK Chiles. Hit me up, touch base. Let's chit chat, let's chalk, let's argue. If we disagree, this week I'm grateful for possibilities. Always thinking about what's possible how we can transform different things that we're doing. So always have that optimistic lens, what is possible. This week's hot topic. So you want to become an educator or a teacher. I use the word educator because some people just want to get an education in general. Then some want to actually just go into teaching. So I use the word educator as a holistic term. So you want to get into education. So that's the bigger topic. So you want to get an education. We're going to talk about some tips. Of getting into the field of education and why you should get an education. We may even briefly talk about why we got into the field of education. So let's discuss, like, Lila, quickly, why did you get an education? Jaden, why did you get an education? I'll tell you why I got an education. And then we'll give you all some tips to get into the coolest field in the whole wide universe.
1: I got an education because I wanted to be a role model. I envisioned this this real dramatic moments where, you know, I'm helping inspiring kids and we're laughing and we're crying. And I really and truly just wanted to be the person for the void that I wanted to feel from my educational experience. And I don't know if I said that properly or if that makes sense, but there was a void in my educational experience in terms of having somebody who was really, um, inspiring to me and really um, impacted my education. And I wanted to be that person for other students. And that's been kind of like my mission to, to have kids feel like, whoa, like that was totally different than what I've experienced in any other classroom. Um, even if it's just the energy, you know, not even really focusing on the content sometimes, but just the energy. I wanted to bring a totally different energy to education.
2: It's amazing, Lila, very, very similar. Um, there's so many young people here in the Metro Atlanta area, um, to speak more specifically, that grew up like I did, um, undeserved, underserved community, um, very low, 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 middle-income families, um, but have an opportunity to see other things, even if you're on that scale. Um, but overall, um, I'm purposed to be here. Uh, my life's purpose, my assignment right now, is to help young people get one, two, three, four, five steps closer um, to their goals and dreams and really help change the trajectory of their life. Um, If it's going north, let's get it going even more north. Um, But if they have some things that they're dealing with um, in the school, um, let's change the way things are looked at. Um, I truly believe that, you know, I mentioned earlier that I worked in banking for 12 and a half years but have spent a lot of time consulting with different nonprofits, sitting on different boards, uh, coaching youth youth football, Um, and working in education is truly work that you can see. Um, You can actually see it. It's meaningful work. It's impactful work. Um, And I truly believe we need uh, people alike to truly use the influence that you have, um, all the educators that are listening to truly help our communities become a better place by instilling in children, everything that, you know, we've learned things that we've been through um, and to just truly help our community become, you know, a better place to live.
0: And my quick story, literally, I started substitute teaching fresh out of college. I thought I was going to be temporary. I was going to be engineer, make this big money straight out the gate. I started teaching and I literally fell in love with it. And I've been an educator ever since. A lot of family members are educators also. So essentially it was natural, but I never thought in a million years I would be in the field of education. But here, I'm in it. I'm deep in it. As we think about the field of education, a lot of our listeners are going to be, especially over the summer break, applying for that first job, interviewing for that first job. So I want to jump ahead because we talked about, through our story, some of the benefits. What's like an interview tip? If you had to give someone like the best advice going into the field slash interview tip. Let's be interview tip first. And then we'll come back to best advice for going into the field. So like, what's a, your number one interview tip when interviewing for a position in education?
1: Man, I ooh, I know you said one, but I'm gonna give you two. Um, I always bring a really dope project that I've done with students. And I think that that really sheds light on what it's like to be in my classroom. And two, um, and, and of course, if you're just not getting to the field, you don't maybe have that experience or that that product yet. But I think I'm always Real, real authentic. I speak the truth, even though sometimes it may feel like it's it's hard to speak that. You know, for instance, when I I had a really bad last year. You know, I took a month off, and I you know I was depressed, and it was really hard for me to be in the classroom um, based on a lot of things that were going on. And in my next interview, I said all that. I said, "Look, I'm recovering right now. Um, I'm very transparent." and i'm very intentional about the things that i say and i'm authentic and i think that there won't be any surprises you you know exactly who i am you know what you're getting um you know what it what it's going to be like to have me on your staff so you know i'm not just going into the interview saying oh i'm trying to you know do this uh, this pony show this trick pony show just for the sake of trying to get this job i'm i'm telling you what it is and what it ain't off top
2: Great, great points, Lila. Um, I, I'll echo that. Your teaching philosophy—you know—speak to what that is and and how you do it. You know, how do you plan to go about your day? I think it's important to also um talk about how you manage student-parent dynamics in a sense, especially in difficult situations. Right, like parents are different, educations are different, educators are different, um, kids are different. So, how will you manage those difficult situations? And one thing that helped me. Um, I mean, I've been in, in corporate America, like banking finance for 12 and a half years. So it's a totally different switch in a number of different ways from what I was used to doing. So I prepared a lot of questions um, because I had a lot of questions um, for the board members that were present during my interview for the head of school. You know, it was different things that I wanted to ask them to know about, whether it be the day of day, whether it be benefits, whether it be Just anything about the school, what's your why, why did you open? Just prepare questions to have for your interview. to Ask them. Um, So I think that's important as well. My best
0: advice is to be yourself. Too many people try to be someone they're not. And what happens when you're not authentic in an interview, when they hire you, you, you show the real you and you wonder why things don't work out like you expected. So be authentic and understand just because they don't hire you, you may not be a good fit for that culture. Yes, we need teachers, but I remember in my very first interview, the guy said, we're looking for someone that can fit the culture that we have here. So if you be authentic, it helps you because they can see if you fit and you can see if you fit. And if you don't fit, turn down the job. Mm-hmm. Like, that's the good thing about the field. You can say no and find another job. Otherwise, you'll be miserable. Students will be miserable. It'll be a bad year. Facts.
1: Facts. Especially if you know you you have you've been working on your craft. I think it was Chris that talked about this um, at, at maybe at NCTM um, this past year about you know how many educators are really really working to improve their craft. How many people are actually you know going to conferences, um, implementing new things, collaborating, you know, uh, doing research. How many people are actually doing that? If you know that you have quality behind you, you shouldn't be afraid to turn down a job or say, you know, this isn't going to work. You know, I did the exact same thing where I was afraid to tell my boss, hey, I might not come back because I didn't have a job yet. And then at some point I said, I know that I'm going to find something. And I had that faith that I'm going to find something because I know that I got some quality here. And I just got to say that I know that I'm supposed to be somewhere else and just go for it. You know, so I quit before I even had a job.
0: (laughs) And I like that mentality. I also want you to think about if you're not happy in the position, once you get it, quit. Even, and some people say you're telling people to quit in the middle. The thing about it, a bad teacher it's hard for students vibe off of that. They feel that and you're impacting students lives. So if you don't like this feel, quit. I tell people all the time, I cannot stand a sorry teacher. It's one thing if you're not doing well and you're trying to improve to get better, but there are some sorry teachers. And because schools need warm bodies, et cetera, et cetera, they keep that crap around. I'm, I'm at the point, Hey, if you suck, get out the field, get out the profession, like go drive for Uber.
2: Don't teach. (laughs) Okay. Walmart greeter. Oh, my goodness.
0: (laughs) So we think about these things with education. What's the best, one best thing about being an educator? The one best thing about being an educator?
1: I love laughing with kids. I think we have some of the dumbest inside jokes um, and some of the most ridiculous relationships. I don't know why a lot of kids somehow think they were best friends. Um, That's like a theme this year. Um, From A lot of the girls that I've worked with, they're like, hey, best friend, like me and Miss Nerd, I don't know what it is, Um, that I think like that real lighthearted experience that I kind of like to bring to my teaching, where almost everything is jokes. For me, that's what makes it so much fun to me, where I just, I like laughing with them. I like, you know, having these really weird experiences. I'm really observant, so I always catch the weird stuff people do even when they don't think anybody's watching. And that just, that, that's it for me.
2: They say laughter is, is food for the soul. So that's that's awesome. But um, it's indispensable. I mean, education will be here forever. And to know that I've been purposed to do this work to help change the trajectory of young people's lives and even maybe some staff members' potential, it's not a responsibility that I take lightly. It's a huge responsibility. It's the most meaningful work, in my opinion, um, that a person could do. Truly feel impacted at the end of the day. And you know that you're doing impactful work during the day. So it's just amazing. It's amazing work.
0: And I want to piggyback, piggyback off of Jaydren. Like That's my biggest thing. and I love the fact that you can impact students. Since the beginning of the world, there's been some educational system in place to impart knowledge. And that's why I'm so passionate about what I do, because we can impact students to change. Literally, I always say change the world. If you sit and reflect just how powerful teachers can be as they impact students, you'll understand just how powerful education is and why it's imperative that students receive a high quality education. So as we wrap up this topic, of uh, so you want to become an educator, Think about some of the things we talked about while we got in the field, some of your interview tips, and let us know, why do you want to be an educator? Let us know, why do you want to be an educator? I, this is the best field in the whole wide world, just because of the impacts that it can have. As we think about being the best field in the whole wide world, we have to think about hearing one of the best voices in the whole wide world as they inspire you in our inspirational moments. So we have none other than the one and only the newest educator in the bunch, J Green
2: Grimes. How about that intro? Appreciate it. Bro, as we talk about uh, you know, transitioning into education or moving up or down a ladder or whatever you want, um, I think it's very important. This goes for. It, Any industry at all, we've said it during this particular episode, we said it during other episodes. I actually mentioned it on our very first episode, so make sure you go back and listen to our very first episode and catch this. Remember your why or figure out your why. What is your why? That's your cause, that's your reason, that's your purpose. If you want to work in education, if you want to have a long standing career in education. Remember your why. It'll be some tough days. Make sure that this is work that you've been purposed to do. This is just not a fly-by-night field that you can get in and switch and go around and do something else. People are depending on it. It's a reason that it was put on your mind. So if it's something that you want to do, always remember your why, always remember your purpose. I think about when I was uh, just recently, um, a year and a half ago, when I was getting ready to transition into education, it was something I was dealing with for so long, but I knew the youth development education space was something that I wanted to be in. It's one thing that I had to do um, because I wasn't familiar with the field. So one nugget we failed to mention is network, network, network. There are a number of different channels, I'm sure. Um, a number of different district events, you can go to conferences that you can meet people. Um, I always like to say your network increases your net worth, right? We always talk about educators being underpaid and people in the education bill, bill being underpaid. Make sure you're surrounding yourselves with the right people. Surround yourself with eagles, not turkey, right? They both have wings, but one can fly and one can't, right? So always remember that. Be, be conscientious of who you're surrounding yourself with and always, always, always remember your why. Remember why you got started. I guarantee you, if we were to poll our listeners, Chris and Lila, they probably could make a list of educators that inspired them and motivated them to A, get an education, or B, truly help change the trajectory of their lives going north. I'm a component of that, and I'm sure you are too, because we've had conversations about that. But if you want to be in education, always remember your why, always remember your purpose and why you started. Because at the beginning of the day and the end of the day, it's about transforming lives. It's about transitioning lives, building up our community, and making sure that our students, our young people, become pillars and have a sustainable significance in communities throughout the world.
0: At the end of the day, what's your why? What's your why? And as my mentor always tells me, education is serious business. This is serious business, what we're doing. This has been the Inspiring Educators Podcast. Appreciate you listening. Reach out to us. Talk to us. Interact with us. We're human. We love to engage with our audience. And we want to make the very best podcast for you. But we appreciate each and every one of you. Until the next episode, we at O-U-T.
2: Peace, My For
0: real, though.